This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, but an interesting story, uh, we caught wind of this morning, and our next guest is uh, chasing it today for Global News, but it's about a guy who had his truck stolen. And apparently it had been some years, I think, or no, not years, uh, rather four months missing. And then just randomly one day, drives past the pick and pull at 52nd Street Southeast, he says, and lo and behold, what the heck, there, what appears to be his truck. He gets closer, he said, well, you know, pretty sure this is my truck. So it, it's, it's quite a story. He goes into detail uh, about uh, what happened after that. Uh, eventually, he calls the police. Uh, they get involved. But there's a question here, too, of, well, how did it happen? How did it end up there? How did they not know that this was a stolen vehicle? Are they not checking the, the VIN numbers on these cars? And if not, are, are there more stories like this out there? All right, well, joining us for an update on this story is uh, Jenna Freeman uh, with Global News, who has mentioned following this story, trying to get some answers on this today. Jenna, thanks for joining us here. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, so this is kind of a work in progress, but what have you been able to ascertain so far? You know, it really is. It's really interesting, like you said, to make sure that this, you know, is happening more than we know. Um, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of that. So I met with David Lawrence. He's the gentleman who had his vehicle stolen, and he just came across it. As you mentioned, he happened to be driving by the pick and pull and, and located his vehicle. Um, luckily, he was able to get it back, but he said he was met with a bit of resistance there uh, while they waited for police to arrive. Um, now, as you mentioned, we're trying to get to the bottom of how this kind of all came to be. He tells me that pick and pull got it from a company that apparently buys cars and tows them to the auto record. So that's how it came to be there. Now, we've been trying to get a hold of pick and pull, which hasn't been commenting, and we've talked to police as well. We're just kind of trying to figure out what the legislation or the rules are in terms of when an auto record takes by the vehicle, whether they are required to check, run, you know, the VIN through the Canadian Police Information Check, right, to make sure that it's not stolen. And so far, we haven't quite been able to get to the bottom of that right now, because, of course, you know, if that's if there's no rules in place, then they could be accepting stolen vehicles daily. Yeah, which is which is bonkers. So, uh, yeah. how, how does how does the guy then tell the story? Then, what does he think happened? Well, I, he seems, you know, he wants to know. His goal at the end of this is to make sure that somebody is held accountable, so this isn't happening. That's what he hopes happens from this, which is why he spoke to us. He said he's really happy to have his vehicle back, but he just wants to make sure that this isn't happening to other people. He's just happy to be reunited with his car <laughs> or truck, I should say. Yeah, well, which is kind of funny that, that he ended it back with it. But, yeah, I mean, he tells the story about how he went in there and, you know, he was arguing with these guys. They were going to put it up on a forklift and he had to stand he in the way, right? In front of it, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's all pretty wild. So the police did get involved. Now, you, you've tried to reach out to, to Pig and Pole to get their side of the story, but are they are they not interested in talking at this point? And I've been working on this since this morning, so I contacted them a few times this morning, the local office, and wasn't really able to get through to anyone. So, I, you know, it, it's a big company. So then I went to the national, international level to try and get a hold of somebody and was told no comment. Then I physically went to uh, the actual location and was also told no comment. 
Um, so I'm also in the process of trying to speak with the Alberta Motor Vehicle Industry Council to find out if they can tell me who, you know, what the protocol is in place for um, when these scrap metal companies are accepting vehicles. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because someone texted to say this guy made a claim on his insurance. Uh, the insurance company would, would own the truck, but maybe he didn't. It was a 1990 truck. Yeah. But and see, he, I'm not sure if he did or not. Well, and I don't know if he'd been driving it at this point, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's a little bit unclear there as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let you get back to it, Jen. We'll see what more comes of this. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. quite a re- weird story here. But appreciate the update. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jenna. Thank all right. you. Uh, Global News reporter Jenna Freeman uh, tracking down this story, trying to get some, some answers on all of this. So this guy tells us in his post, My Stolen Truck Adventure. So he says, you know, he was just happened to be driving by. And imagine that. Imagine the double take when you wait a sec. Four months ago, my truck got stolen. Is that it? Sitting right there? Could just be a truck that looks like it, right? So he gets over there. He gets closer to look like, this is definitely my truck. So he says, I yelled at the people in the parking lot. He says, hey, that's, he said, hey, that's my stolen truck. But they said in response, no, it isn't. It's our truck. We just bought it. So he calls police. They're waiting for police. He says, according to him, one of the yard workers rushed to pick the truck up with a giant forklift loader. He nearly got the forks under my truck, so I stood in front of it and didn't move. They were trying to move to the back of the yard. They didn't want to deal with the situation, he says. They wanted to just lock it up and go home. He says, well, I didn't move. I made them wait. They tried to get the truck, but I wouldn't move off the loader. Eventually, they gave up. So the cops came and told me after some time that I was able to arrange towing for my truck. In the meantime, some people came to, to hang out in case I needed any help. So what's funny is that it was brought into the, the pick and pull by one of those scrap car tow truck companies. He bought it from someone in Abbeydale. This is also the third stolen car he had purchased, which is apparently what he had told police. Pick and pull had also marked, logged, and begun prepping my truck to be put into the parks yard. So there's a question then about how this was handled, whether the VIN number was checked, what could have or should have been known about this truck, or how this this came to be in the first place. Uh, So he says, now the truck is missing its wheels, the brakes are all done, the engine has no fluids in it. Inside was completely torn out of any electronics, the door needs to be replaced, the steering column is smashed to bits. But he's got a truck back, I guess. Weird story. Anyway, 403-974-TALK is our number. we got to take a quick break here. We're back with more right after this. Oh, we can talk more about that. Well, let's go to the phones. Terry, good afternoon. Hi. Hello there. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, thanks. That's great. Um, you guys are asking about uh, that truck that was stolen. Yeah. Actually, um, I know a little bit about it. Uh, just due to the fact that one of my ex-best friends used to own Pick Your Part before it was sold to Pick and Pull. Oh, is that right? And they have actually three locations, one here in the 52nd, the other one's, uh, or sorry, the 52nd and 17th, the other one's off of uh, where you guys were, and the other one's in Okotoks. And yeah, every time they pick up a vehicle from you, um, they either get donated by people to go there for whatever reason, or somebody buys them off them. But yes, they have to have uh, uh, an ownership, uh, a registration, and they're supposed to do it. And as they go through it, they're supposed to take that registration and run it through the police uh, um, scanner, I guess, mm-hmm. 
whatever you want to call it. So if they had that there, there's some reason it was there. Yeah, interesting. Terry, thanks for sharing that. Appreciate it. I just had a text from someone else who says, in my 25-plus years of towing, I have inadvertently been involved in a few auto thefts. Luckily, good record-keeping has kept me from being in trouble for it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, you wonder how much that, that happens, right? Uh, interesting. Okay, so there's that to talk about. 403-974-8255. Your calls, your text here. Uh, listen, why don't we take another quick break, get that out of the way. We'll come back for the stories uh, to close out the program. This is Afternoons on Newstalk 770. Anyway, let's go back to the phones here. We've got uh, Mike who's called in. Mike, good afternoon. How are you? Fantastic. So the gentleman whose truck was stolen, mm-hmm. he lives about a block from my house. Oh, really? And he's been a good friend of mine for about five, six years now. Well, how about that? I was over there last night. <laughs> Were you really? Yeah, you, literally. You got once, to see the truck. Once he, once he sent me a text, said, okay, truck's home finally. Was I'm this like, all yesterday that this happened, by the way? Yes. Yeah, crazy. I believe it started started about 4, 4.30. Wow. So you went by right. there last night. So he, I guess he had to get it towed back to his house, right? I think it was his sister's AMA that he used or something like that? Yeah, he had a friend of his go to his house because he had a spare set of wheels at his house because there was no wheels on the truck. Uh, no brake drums. So it literally just like slapped wheels on this thing and had a towed home. They wouldn't, um, the parts place, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do anything. They basically just said, okay, you know, once the police said tow it, they said, fine, take it, leave. They wouldn't give them a set of wheels, nothing. <laughs> so he's got this car at home or this truck rather at home with all of these, these issues. I guess yeah. there's a sense that he, at least he's got back what was his, but what's he going to do with it? The original plan for it was, you know, there was a lot of work that needed to be done. So he was going to, you know, redo the motor, you know, put in some new suspension, you know, update it to get it how he wanted to and, you know, operating in high performance fashion. So he'd invested quite a bit of money. Um, He has a new motor that he'd already bought and purchased that he was still kind of, you know, should I sell it? Should I not? You know, luckily he was able, he did keep all of the extra parts that he bought. Mm Mm-hmm. So now, you know, his dream of rebuilding this thing can be back, put back into motion. But, you know, he's happy to have it back. I think he just really, he wants something done, you know, about their their liability of things. Just, yeah, how it happened, right? That at yeah. some point along the way, someone should have recognized that this was a stolen truck, reported as stolen, obviously, right? Well, yeah. And, yeah. you know, when somebody brings in, for the tow truck driver to bring in a vehicle, you know, into pick your part with a license plate still on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little odd. So it had the license plate on it. Still had the license plate on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've got crazy. the pictures on my Facebook of it sitting at picture pick your part with the license plate still on it. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, Mike, well, appreciate you sharing that with us. Thanks for checking no in. There you go. All right. Uh, so that's one of his friends. There you go. Small world. So, yeah, I, I, I'd be really perplexed by that, too. Why did nobody call me at any point along the way here? Why did nobody recognize, even from the license plate, let alone the, the vehicle, uh, the, the VIN number? Why, why did nobody realize what it was or what they had? And nobody said, hey, guess what, buddy, we found your truck. And had he not been driving by just at that moment, right? I mean, it's just one of those freak circumstances. Um, passed by it at the right time, and boom, there it is. So, yeah, pretty crazy coincidence. And, uh, yeah, it is an interesting story. And someone else texted, by the way, who said, I've had a couple of scrap cars towed away before, and they never asked for registration. 
They just ask for a bill of sale or even nothing sometimes. Yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, if you got some really old piece of junk that obviously needs to be towed away, I don't know that anybody's, uh, you know, radar goes up thinking, wait a sec, we got a, we got a stolen car in our hands here. So, yeah, that's interesting. But maybe there does need to be a little more due diligence because maybe like in the case of this guy, you know, the idea was he wanted this truck. He wanted to fix up this truck. Maybe they just saw it. Maybe they thought it was in rough shape. Maybe nobody thought twice about it. But how could this be stolen? Why would someone steal this? Yeah, it's not a very nice truck. All right, so there's uh, some kind of, well, I'm sort of firsthand, I guess. Someone who was uh, part of it saw the truck last night, friends with the guy. Uh, so as mentioned, though, we heard from Jenna Freeman, and she's trying to get the, the side of the story from the, the pick and pull, how it was that it came to be there, how these things are handled. You know, someone else texted saying, you really got to wonder about the idiot that stole it. Uh, yeah, you, you got to wonder, right? Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's a weird story. Uh, all right, just got a couple minutes left here, 403-974-8255. Let's uh, squeeze Darwin in here. Darwin, go ahead. I had six cars towed off my place, and I had to go to the registry, and I had to get paperwork and give my driver's license, and they did a search thing, and it cost me like 16 bucks a vehicle to get them to haul them to pick and pull. They wouldn't take them at pick and pull without me getting that paperwork. Really, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So they, so that was the case of them doing their due diligence to say, we got to make sure that this is all proper and that you own these vehicles and everything, right? Yeah. And I arranged with the, to get my tow truck and everything. However, I'm not sure if just the tow truck guy goes over and picks something up. You know, I don't know what the tow truck requirements are. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, that's interesting, Darwin. Thanks for sharing that. So there you go. There's someone who says, hey, wait a second. When I've had vehicles go to pick and pull, uh, they got to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. So I'd be curious to know what, what happened here, where the breakdown was here. Anyway, that's where we got to leave it for today. Uh, certainly appreciate you being a part of the program here this afternoon. Angela Cocott is in next with Calgary today. And don't forget your opportunity to win that growing jackpot on the Newstalk 770 tax break. My name is Rob Breckenridge. We will be back with you tomorrow afternoon at 12. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on Newstalk 770 Calgary.